1: Hey, everybody. Welcome into mid-February here on the podcast. This is Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott and myself. Charles is a fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management, and you can check him out online at pelotoncapital.com. That's P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N-capital.com. As always, for all good things, Charles and you can a lot of good tools, tips, and resources you can find there. You can subscribe to the podcast and all that good stuff. And this week, we're going to talk about just some concerns and just how to kind of clarify and classify some of the biggest issues that uh, investors and, and retirees and pre-retirees see. So, Charles, welcome in, my friend. What's going on? How are you?
0: Well, hey, Mark, glad to be here. Happy to do this. It's always fun to. Uh See what we can come up with. Sometimes people have great ideas that, that we want to talk about. Sometimes people are confused by stuff, but I'm hoping that the, these podcasts that we've done over the last many, many months, uh, lead to some kind of better understanding or sure. deeper understanding yeah. from the folks that are listening because we have fun doing them yeah so. I mean hopefully
1: get a useful nugget here or there right you know something oh, a yeah. little aha moment once or twice it would be good you know obviously we do these and, and every single one is is not to, is meant to blow your hair back and make you go wow I have to do this <laughs> that. but it is hopefully you know going to allow you to see hey, you know what that's something I hadn't really thought about or I do need to pay more attention to this or whatever the case might be so
0: well the other the case could be too. the guy's crazy so what the well that's well about? that's true too That's okay,
1: but we, you know, a little bit of crazy is good, right? Yeah, in certain ways. We all got a little bit of crazy, so. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yes, sometimes it shows more on other people.
1: (laughs) That's true too. So let's jump in and talk about a bit uh, about this a little bit. So we do hear all sorts of concerns from clients. We get, you know, whether it's emails, and and I talk to advisors all across the country, and you know, there's just a lot of things that are out there when it comes to you know client concerns. Uh, How would you classify some of the biggest issues, Charles? Uh, You know, what are some of the top, you know? items that you get.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting. They kind of fall into a handful of things. Um, and I'm going to give you a, a not the exhaustive list of all of this, but uh, you know, right. four or five. There, there's the, there's the
1: classics for sure. I'm sure they're oh, on yeah, this absolutely. list. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Scared,
0: I'm, scared, I'm scared of losing money. Right. Okay, I yeah. get that. I, I, I understand that. I, my investments aren't performing very well, or I don't know how well my investments are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, will I have enough money to retire? Right. Or the other way to phrase it is, am I going to run out of money in retirement? Sure. I don't want to pay unnecessary fees. And this is one I've always had an argument against for sure because okay. we get paid on a fee basis and nobody does this for free. I don't care what anybody thinks. The markets are an all time high. And this is one that's a really interesting one. Or, you know, the markets are an all time high or they just had a great big pullback. And what do I do? It scares me.
1: Right. Um, and we get that a lot. We hear that a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I get it. I've always said it's like when I was a kid, I think I've said this before on a podcast. When I was a kid, we had a stair. up, We had a two-story house. And so in right inside the front door, you went up the stairs, you hit a landing, you made a 90-degree angle, and you went up the stairs. Right. And I've always said the stock market is like walking up the stairs where there's a landing. And it is you go up, you go up, you hit the landing, you go up, and then all of a sudden you slip, you fall back down. But you only go back down to the landing. You don't go all the way back down to the ground. But it goes down faster than it goes up. And that scares people to death sometimes. Wow, what did it do today? Well, give it a chance because if we're in a reasonably decent market, it's yeah. going to continue to do okay. But you know, it's in an all-time high. Okay, well, stuff you can't make money if it doesn't go higher than it already <laughs> is. And at the all-time high today, there was an all-time high a year ago. Now it's higher. That's right, the way yeah, it works. That's the way it works. You know,
1: somebody has mentioned an interesting way to think about the market. And maybe this maybe this makes sense to folks. It, it, I thought it was pretty cute. He said, think about taking your dog on a walk on, uh, on a dog path or just a walk path, right? You've got this straight line path that you're walking along. And that hopefully is your plan. That is hopefully you've got a, a, this thing laid out in front of you and you're walking this, this straight path. But the market is your dog. And what does your dog do when you walk them? Well, it goes on this side of the path and then it crosses to the other side and then it goes to the other side of the path. You know, and it's always and it's darting. Sniff something. And it's yeah, it's just Man. darting around like crazy. And I thought that's kind of an interesting way to think about it, right? Hopefully I like that. Yeah. Hopefully you've got a, a path that allows you to kind of work your way through the ups and the downs of your dog jumping, you know, back and forth both sides of the oh, the yeah. market line, if you will.
0: I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. I'll I will I will listen to this podcast again and I will remember that There one, you go. That, borrow that, Borrow, no,
1: borrow and run with it.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I've created nothing original, and I can't remember how long. Was this, but- wasn't it wasn't Shakespeare
1: that said that? He's like, I don't, you know, he said, uh, "Oh yeah, yeah, borrow liberally," so. something like that. Anyway, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. There you go. Am I going to be able? I mean, I mean, those, those. I mean, all, there's all kinds of things. Healthcare, leaving money behind, you know, to, to your kids and stuff. All of that. It all to me, it all boils down to one big issue. I don't have enough money. Okay. If I had enough money, I think about this, if I had enough money, would any of that matter? If I had enough?
1: well, what's? I, but that's I, the I don't qu- know what enough is. I yeah, was so say, is that the big question though? Is that the chicken or the egg? Yeah. I mean, what, what's enough?
0: No, I think what's enough is, you need to know what somebody, and this is where financial planning comes in, and this is what we do, is you need to know, have some reasonable expectation of what's gonna cost you somewhere down the road in the future when you're not mm-hmm. earning. But if you've got enough money, then a bunch of these things go away, and to me this moves back to the idea that you need to grow your money over time as much as you possibly can because if you grow it and you don't focus on other things don't be too conservative mm-hmm. invest it so that it can grow because if you can get it to the point where you know you've got enough money then you don't worry about these other things right and again it's your definition of of what's enough but at the same time people lose fact lose sight of the fact that they have to be continue to grow those dollars until they get to the point where they're absolutely totally comfortable with the fact that they've got enough. And I don't know what enough is. Enough is, you know, we try to help people clearly identify what's enough. And it's not always easy to do and people get stuck on certain either some of these concerns and questions they have going through this whole thing or and I've seen it more than once honestly where somebody has gone in and run a spreadsheet of all this, suck, stuck all the financial numbers in it and run a spreadsheet and printed it out. And this guy, then it's like, you have to have this much. And it's like, okay. And then the next day something changes and that's all obsolete.
1: And right. so it's, gotcha.
0: right. it's a moving target. It's absolutely a moving target. But I think these things go away. If you focus on growing your dollars, don't get conservative. If you don't have enough, you need to be a little more aggressive. And are you potentially taking more risk with your investments? Yeah, absolutely. But if you don't, if I take more risk and get greater returns, am I going to eliminate some of these issues that, are, that, you know, that, I, that I read off issue, uh, earlier? I mean, are, they, are some of those concerns going to go away? Because I'll tell you what, Wall Street's looking out for itself,
1: First, <laughs> no, I, surely not. I, I, no, oh,
0: really? Think so?
1: Um, <laughs> You've let I'm, the cat I'm, out of the bag, Charles. What do you doing?
0: I don't. Well, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I may get a call from somebody. I don't know. Right. Um, they're not screwing the clients. I'm not saying that, but they've created this environment where there's some things that they tell you over and over and over and over that aren't, they're not, not true. But they're not completely true.
1: Like, well, it's kind of like out- the concept the- of business, though. I mean, if you think about, you know, whether we, you know, with when you're talking about wages or you're talking about the cost of goods going up. I mean, at the end of the day, companies are there to make a profit, and Absolutely. so when, if we raise, you know, not to get too political, but if we raise, you know, the national, you know, average for you know minimum wage or gas prices go back up or all the things that have been on the radar here the last couple of weeks you know, industry is going to price that into their products because they're not not, going to take it on the chin. Uh, just to your same point, you know, the wall street's not necessarily trying to completely stick it to people, but they are going to do what they do.
0: No. Yeah. They're, they're going to do what they do to make money. And what they, what they've set up is they've set low expectations for people. You know, it's like, you can't beat the market. Well, you can, not everybody can, but you can, you can, most people every year, somebody outperforms the markets. I mean, absolutely. And sometimes lots of people outperform, you know, They've set it up so they're, they've kept the fees as low. They've squeezed fees down to the point where there's no friction. Friction being the resistance from the client saying, well, I don't want to pay that much because they've set low expectations to begin with. So if I can just do what the market does, I'll be fine. Hence, index funds that are absolutely everywhere. And that's where the gigantic or target date funds in a 401k plan. They've put on... You know the investment world just on autopilot. So if you buy an index fund, Vanguard's the greatest proponent of that, and I have nothing against them. There, you just need to know what they do and why they do what they do, or any other fund company. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's you know they are. Then you asset allocate and rebalance. I need some of this and this and this and this, and then when one gets too big, then I'm going to sell that and you know rebalance because I'm out of balance. Well, that's crap. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I mean, let's just cut to the chase. I am selling the winners and I'm buying the losers in the hopes that the losers become winners. That makes no sense to me. And so if they do all of this, you know, then they they keep expenses low, but they generate enough dollars out of the volume of business that they do. You know, they make a penny off. It's like Ray Kroc. I only want a penny off of every, whatever it was, hamburger you sell. I don't want to sell you the hamburgers to sell to the public.
1: Right. Um, He wanted to sell them the real estate. He wanted. To, well yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, he had a whole he had a whole other.
1: He had a whole you know, yeah yeah. He really you know a lot of people think about. It. He really made a lot of his money off of uh, you know definitely the the corporatizing and what it, what he came up with from the real oh, estate yeah. side. And a really interesting oh, yeah. movie too. If you've never seen that, you should check out The Founder. Uh, pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I read a bunch of stuff about him when I was getting into this business a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I just I just think it's these I need to have more money in my account. I'm relying on the professionals to do it and we're all tied to Wall Street and all of the investment. You know, it's all regulated. So there's some stuff out there, but there are new innovative ways of looking at a lot of this stuff. And I talked about it a bit in the last podcast. You know, would you rather have a fund that's a basic index fund that went up 20% last year or would you have rather have one that's new and different? Um, that's focused significantly focused on growth. That went up over 100 percent last year. I don't care what the fee was. I want the one that gave me more. And if I grow these dollars fast enough over a long enough period of time, and that's a combination of both of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, if you start to if you if you realize the day before you're about to retire that you probably ought to start saving for retirement, it's. I'll, bit too late. Um, <laughs> Just maybe. But, the, but yeah, but that's why we try to get to people ahead of time and say, hey, look, there's all kinds of things that you can do. Um, and yes, we might be saying, well, the volatility of this fund is really big or this particular investment. But there's two volatilities. There's the negative one and the positive one. The only one that ever gets talked about is the negative one. The positive one means stuff's going up. Right. And a bunch of stuff went up last year if you bought the right stuff. So and it happens every year. You just need to be out there looking for things that are that are new, that are innovative. They're changing the way business does business, and I think that you know, I mean, a, a perfect example would be <laughs> wasn't something. It, wasn't like, that
1: 3M? Wasn't that 3M's tagline? Did you just not use 3M's tagline? <laughs> changing the way business does business. <laughs> oh, could be yes, but but yeah, that's genius and, though.
0: Well, no, but it is. Isn't I mean, isn't that really what it is? I mean, True. It's Just something something that's just as simple as. Um, and I mentioned this the lad pod, last podcast. We develop a vaccine for, for COVID faster than it's ever even remotely been dreamt about previously. Sure. And it's this whole technology driving this genomic medical revolution. But it's, it, it is that. The old brick and mortar stores are giving way to e-commerce. You know, I mean, there's, there's investments that are all over that kind of stuff. You've got to be looking forward. You've got to be looking at what's new and different and innovative, I think, or you're just going to get left behind because there are lots of companies. I mean, by the S&P 500, there are lots of companies in the S&P 500 who don't make enough profit in a year to pay their debt.
1: Right. They're, yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm reading where they're being called, you know, sort of like ghost companies. Well, and really
1: right now, I mean, it's almost, it seems like a lot of people will have the argument that most of that stuff, those, those two indexes, the Dow and the S&P are propped up by really just the five companies anyway. Oh yeah. You know, so That's, yeah, they're that,
0: 20 plus uh, without getting too technical. Yeah. It's the five technology, but they're huge technology companies and huge technology and new and smaller and innovative technology are both driving this whole change in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who believed 30 years ago, Jeff Bezos used to own a clothing store in seattle right and he i've shopped there oh I interesting don't yeah. remember ever meeting
1: him right right right
0: I, he was probably by that time off to some something else but you know it was like we're gonna sell books well you just go to a bookstore well we're gonna sell books but he always had an idea in his head and everything else
1: yeah and, and started what starting his garage you know so i mean yeah. you know we're
0: gonna
1: so, you know, do a lot of stuff at the store
0: it's it's changing faster than a lot of people the company well you know
1: are look at with. the yeah. look at the the Elon Musk thing I mean so you know uh-huh. for him I, I was shocked when I saw that just a couple of weeks back when I saw that the, he had passed Jeff as the richest guy I was like no, no. I, when I saw that, I thought there was no way because everybody under the planet buys stuff like uh, you, you mentioned before that you've oh. got a neighbor that, you know, Amazon trucks show up yeah. every day. Everybody on the planet buys from Amazon on their regular. And I thought, how in the world? And then as I was reading this a little bit more to see that, I, I don't know, whatever his net worth is like 185 billion or something crazy talking about wow. uh, Elon Musk, like 140 or 50 of it happened in the last like 15 months. Yeah, which is amazing. You well, know, ha-
0: he could shoot a rocket put a, multiple satellites in space on one rocket and then bring the rocket back and use it again.
1: Right. That's, that's different
0: from before. <laughs> that's way different from before. Way different.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so, so, I mean,
0: it's just everything's changing and the pace of change is, is the fast. What, what was the, the faster and faster, the behinder, her, the faster, faster. Oh yeah. Yeah. We get, yeah. And was mm-hmm. that Pogo? I don't know. I can't remember, I
1: can't remember that now, yeah, but I, I yeah, uh, it's ringing but, the bell, but, but not that, enough. I don't,
0: I don't think it's that way. The faster and faster it goes, the more and more of you can be left behind if you're not focused on the whole idea of got to grow your portfolio.
1: Well, and a lot of folks though, Charles, they they don't they don't want to have to deal with that. They don't want to have to think about that. It's not their thing. It's not their forte. It's not what, you know, they understand how to do that. And is that where really trying to find the right type of advisor for you comes into play? Someone who
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, now, if that was a screaming commercial, I apologize for it because <laughs> that wasn't the intent, but this is what's happening. And if you don't want to accept what's happening, you don't have to, but this is where the action is. And I think it's not scary action. It's different. It's di- it, this is different. Right, right. And it's different for me too than it was when I got into this business a long time ago. It's different. But if you don't keep up, if you don't stay current, you get left behind.
1: Well, you know, with all the different, you know, kind of tried and true worries that we hear. And again, a lot of those staples are pretty, you know, you know, will I have enough to retire? Will I run out of money in retirement? Or, you know, so on and so forth. You know, there's all those standard questions that we hear on the regular basis. So if you're worried about that, or if you're unsure, you know, first step is just, you know, get together with someone, run the numbers and find out where you stand because you can't make any decisions or go forward or backwards or sideways, even if you don't have a good idea of where you stand. So reach out to Charles, give him a call, have a conversation and get started. And then as we kind of pointed out, you know, try to find that right, you know, talk to one or two or different th- three different kind of advisors, find the right fit for you that's going to help you move forward. But if you need some help with that, if you want to have those conversations as Charles said on this podcast and many others, he's happy to talk with you. Uh, he's been really obviously pumped up about this, you know, this innovation and how things were changing. So give him a call if you have got some questions. There's no cost or obligation at 480-513-1830. It's 480-513-1830. Again, he's a fiduciary advisor, which means uh, he has to do the right things. So give him a call. Give him a jingle. Stop by the website, PelotonCapital.com. That's PelotonCapital.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Anything else we missed, my friend, before we wrap up this week? I don't. Well, I'm
0: sure there's a whole gaba of stuff we missed. Well, maybe. But, uh, but yeah. I think we got to talk about some fun stuff. At least I had fun doing it. Okay. So I will try and find something new and fun again for the next one. Sounds so. like a plan. It's not like there's not material out there. Trust
1: <laughs> me. <laughs> no shortage of that in the world, <laughs> that's for sure. All right, my friend. Well, you have yourself a great week. And again, folks, don't forget to subscribe to us. Financial Choices Matter, Apple, Google, Spotify, all the major platforms there. You can just type that in the search box or stop by Charles's website at pelotoncapital.com. That's P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N-capital.com. Charles, my friend, have a great week. Say hi to Sherry for me, and I will see you the next time.
0: Thanks, Mark. It's been fun. Take care. We'll be